When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Buff Nation! Let's go! Day 12 of fall camp in Boulder. It's DMVR Buffs Primetime. We're presented by Illegal Pete's. Everyone's go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beers. What's up, man? Not much, man. Another beautiful day in Boulder. It uh, was gorgeous out there today. Another great day for the squad, meaning them and us. Yes, of course. Um, some great insights from Neely afterwards. Um, just an all-around all around top-level day. We had time for lunch before the show. Yeah. How about that? Yep. I'm not starving on the set. Yep. Yep. Exactly. Love it, man. I know that the chat would prefer us to just do the show, you know. Yeah, but we gotta nourish our bodies. Yes, uh, especially after we spend three hours waiting for practice every day. Yes, exactly. <laughs> All right, um, you s- just clipped a video. Mm. You have it ready, Alyssa? Uh, yes. Let's let's show this video. This is the best part of the day. How are you? I'm wonderful. I'm wonderful. I think that you know the first way to to start this thing is this, is that uh, we have an absolutely elite, I'm talking about top level elite quarterback. Okay, and the challenge for us offensively is us to meet him, meet him on his level from an intellectual basis, physically. Uh, He's playing right now, guys. You know, and I've been around a whole bunch of good quarterbacks, whole in the NFL, college this guy right here right now is playing with a confidence a poise uh he processes so extremely well uh, you know mike shanahan when i was at, at denver wanted to know one thing he said with my quarterbacks how quickly can they process information reams of information you know can you can you process it you know and and so uh, he's doing an amazing job and so that's the challenge that the buffs have a quarterback oh they don't just have a quarterback they have a quote absolutely elite i'm talking about top level elite quarterback yep sure was coming up the field today and um we were just about to start the press conference and he goes hey whoever's up there make sure you ask him how many completions i had today i did i i fulfilled shador's wishes (laughs) he did um but michael harrison did not know did not know the answer well, Neely told us he's just on fire again. I mean, the guy is just 12 days now of consistent, excellent quarterback play. Yeah, we have not heard a, uh, not Strudor's best day today. Right. Not even that. Like, not like, we definitely haven't heard he had a bad day. We haven't even heard, like, oh, he was a little off today. Right. Dude's dialed. Completely and, dialed. And I'll go back to when we were talking to him off camera. And he just said, like, I feel like I'm in midseason form. For the first time ever, I feel like I'm in midseason form before the season even starts. It's amazing, man. Um, This is the reason why this team is going to be so much better. And I think it's one of the main reasons why people are sleeping so much on this team. It is the main reason. It's absolutely the main reason. Uh, And I just, like, I don't know how to uh, spread the gospel any further. I don't know how to do it. We obviously, you know, get little snippets. But no one, the things that people like about Colorado or the people that like Colorado aren't getting things to go viral. Mm-hmm. It's the people that don't like Colorado that are getting things to go viral because they all want to have an opinion on it. So if you post a video of like a beautiful back shoulder ball from Shador, it's just not going to blow up in that same way. So like let them sleep. 
you know, let them sleep. Yep. Uh, but this is the number one reason people are sleeping on Colorado because they just don't know how good he is. They really don't, man. Um, since we're talking about Coach Brew, a few things that he said on the podium today. We got some injury updates. Uh, I know a lot of people have been asking about that. Sounds like Louis Passarello is going to be out for a while, if not the season. Yeah, unfortunate, man. Uh, really had kind of earned his stripes yep. with Coach Brew in the spring. And you never want to see a guy go down, um, especially with a knee injury. Uh, you know, we usually know what that means, Yeah. Uh, especially with the extended nature of the injury. So uh, thinking of him, that's never easy. And, uh, you know, one thing that we can be sure of is that he'll have the support he needs from his teammates uh, and the incredible medical staff up there in Boulder. Um, but one is coming back, and that's Caleb Faria. Huge. He was at, he had a Liz Frank injury, apparently. That's what Coach Bruce said. Yep. Um, but he's getting back, integrating into practice. Coach Bruce said he's very close. Um, he also said about Caleb, this guy, I'm totally jacked about getting <laughs> back. <laughs> yeah. He, uh, he looks the part, for sure. No doubt. Uh, as Coach Brew mentioned, you know, uh, he has the bloodlines. Christian Fourier, yep. uh, one of the all-time great tight ends in CU history. Of course, his father um played for the patriots like he's a dog uh so you love to have uh, i don't want to talk down about any of the tight ends but you love to have one guy who like looks like a sure like a tight end yeah sure looks like a top level tight end uh and i think it'll be a slow process for him he's been off out of the game for a while he's came in with an injury he's been injured he's been hurt a lot so you want to make sure that He's feeling good before you push him into anything too far. But Coach Brew made it clear today, Jake, this group will be an asset to the team. Yes. He doesn't care that they don't have scholarship guys in the room. He doesn't care about anything. He doesn't care that, you know, they had to convert a wide receiver to potentially be the starter. Does not care. He says explicitly this group will be an asset to the team. Um, he raved about And Michael. I believe him. Oh, yeah, for, of course. How do you not believe Coach Brew when he's up there on the podium? Just, yep. I mean, he's laying down the truth as it is. Uh, that's why I love him. On Michael Harrison, he said he's a smart, tough kid. He's coming along. Um, a lot of praise for him, actually, when he spoke about Michael Harrison. About Eli Yelverton, he said he's much improved, faster, moving better. Um, he's got an element of toughness he loves, and he, he loves and he embraces physicality. Um... He said the guys in his room have totally bought into what he's trying to do. Then he talked about the wide receivers. And he talked about this stable of wideouts he has. Called them thoroughbreds. Then mm -hmm. called Javon Antonio Mini T.O. Yeah, was it Mini T.O. or Baby T.O.? Something or? like that. Yeah, uh, it was high praise. And I he didn't actually explicitly say it, but I felt like he was working towards saying like, as tight ends, we're going to have to give Coach Lewis a reason to have us on the field because yep. there are so many great wide receivers. Um, so we have to be an asset to the team um, to convince them to go uh, with the three wide you right. know, and a tight end. Um, a lot of people commented on our depth chart or our uh, starting prediction yesterday saying, well, they're going to go four wide. I actually agree. Uh, but I felt like it would have been a cop out to just say, okay, they're going four wide and we get to get all the wide receivers in and, you know, right. leave the tight end off. That would have just been too easy. So exactly. we went with like slightly tougher and also more traditional, I guess, uh, college yeah. lineup. Mm -hmm. um, so that's why we did that. But I think it's true. Um, it's on those guys, that group, Coach Brew, to show and display to Sean Lewis, Shador, and everyone else, and of course Coach Prime, that it, it's valuable to have a tight end on the field. For sure. Rather than Javon Antonio or Travis Hunter, whoever, pick your, you know, take your pick. Um, Michael Harrison also spoke today. He said he's up to about 225. That's up from 210 last year. He said he still wanted to add some weight as well before the season started. Um, he talked about that transition and. He had to be convinced at some point by this coaching staff to make the switch from wide receiver to tight end. Um, and he just said that I'm trying to get on the field. And this was what they said was the easiest path onto the field. So that's why he's in the tight end room now. Again, no shade to, to Michael Harrison, who I'm going to do my best to call Michael because Coach Bruce yes. said <laughs> I want him to be a rough, tough, 
ass kicker or something along <laughs> those lines. I'm not calling him Mikey, which I thought was fantastic. <laughs> yes. Um, the, it's, it wasn't the fastest way onto the field, Jake. It was the only way onto the field. That's, yeah, you're right. This wide receiver room is, what, eight deep? Yeah. Um, it was going to be really, really hard for him to crack onto the field mm-hmm. as a wide receiver. Um, so give him the option. Hey, look, you have a chance to be the starting tight end. And all of a sudden, he gets to display what he can do, and he can do some things. He's got good hands. Uh, he runs crisp routes. And it sounds like he's willing to get physical. So there you go. You got it. Now you, you go from being potentially wide receiver nine to tight end one. Yeah. That's a, a big upgrade. I'm sure it took a little bit of convincing. Sure. Couldn't have been much. Right. Well, I mean, he has to change up uh, who he's going up against. He's now inside the box. Totally. Uh, it's a completely different game. But, yeah, it was fascinating to hear that perspective from him. Uh, let's talk about practice. Takeaways from today. Coach Neely said energy was way up. Coach Neely. Or, I like it. That's what that's what <laughs> most of the players call him. Do they really? Yeah. I just think when you're a football player, you get so used to calling everyone in the building exactly. coach. Yeah. That uh, a lot yeah. of people call him, hey, coach, you know, good to see you. Oh, yeah. well, my guy's standing up in front of the podium today and yep, everything. Yep. So <laughs> I think you uh, confused people. People got excited. They thought we were going to actually get an interview with Neely today I like mean, on the podium. Oh, I, I think that people did get excited about that. <laughs> uh, also, you know, Neely comes over and um, people are like asking him questions about practice. And jokingly, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa that's exclusive DNVR <laughs> content. You guys don't get any of that shit. But of course, Neely was nice enough to share who his players of the day were for the, for the media. We have some of that exclusive practice content right here. Yes, sir. Uh, and players more to of the come day. soon. Very, very soon. Yep. Very soon. Players of the day. Uh, first off, Shiloh Sanders gets his first uh, nomination as player of the day. Apparently, Colin plays out there. Just yep. You already talked about it. We talk about this a lot. Just his leadership, what he means to this team on and off the field, and it's blossoming even more, it sounds like. Yeah. Um, I saw Shiloh talking to the camera on his way up, Yeah, and he said, I was calling plays on defense. Shador is calling plays on offense, and I won. Now, <laughs> Neely didn't agree with that no. assessment. Uh, obviously, Shiloh may be a little bit biased, uh-huh. uh, as he should be. But uh, that's just a fun thing to think about. You know, brother against brother. One's calling one side and one's calling the other. It might have been in a two-minute drill. Who knows what it was? Yeah. Uh, but uh, excited to see if we get a little bit of a look at that. Um, and congratulations to Shiloh. That's his first uh, player of the day honors. Yep. And... Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if it's not the last. For sure. I mean, it matches up with what we've been saying. He's been really taking this year seriously. Not like he wasn't before, but he kind of realizes the opportunity that's in front of him, in front of this team. And uh, he's going to take it with both hands, man. What's funny is uh, we don't need to address every negative comment that ever comes through, but someone on yesterday's show commented like, well, the reason Shiloh's taking the mental side of the game so seriously is because he's not there athletically, and he has to do it that way. And I'm Mm -hmm. like... No, 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 no. <laughs> He is a serious athlete. Yes. Uh, he looks great. Offensive player of the day. Last two days was Dylan Edwards. Three, Pete. Three in a row. This kid is unbelievable. Undern believable. He really is, though. <laughs> he really is. Uh, and we saw the video uh, that came yep. out from well someone's account uh, of Dylan taking a screen pass. All the way to the house, you know, dipping, diving, ducking, and dodging uh, on his way there. Uh, we talked about him yesterday. We had a headline earlier in the week that was, who's the guy who might not be hyped up enough, even though he has hype? It's Dylan Edwards. The dude is a touchdown scorer. Like, I don't know what else to say. Uh, he is going to take the ball to the house. He's mm-hmm. going to outrun linebackers. He's going to juke safeties out of their shoes. He's special in that way. And there's unlimited possibilities about how much you can get him the ball. And I don't know how you go less than 10. In game one against TCU, I can't imagine him getting less than 10 touches. That would be crazy to me. I'll set the line at two and a half, over under two and a half plays before Dylan gets his first touch against TCU. Under. I think in the first two plays, he gets a touch. I think the first play of the game. Yeah? Yeah. Even over Travis. Even over Travis. It's amazing, man. 
Uh, he's been having a massive camp. T.O. was again with the offense. Um, he was hanging out with Coach Prime. We saw them roll into practice. Oh, and real quick, just on Dylan. Yeah. Uh, I, I mentioned this on our uh, takeaways video, but we got to meet uh, yes. Dylan's dad and brother briefly while we went in for the photo period. Also, yeah, we went in for the photo period today. Yeah. We didn't even bring that part <laughs> up. Um, I tried to get us some B-roll. just wasn't very good. Which was very good. That's all right, bro. Mine aren't much better. Actually, I'm gonna send. <laughs> I'm gonna send Alyssa right now the one clip <laughs> that I liked. So I brought my zoom lens, which I usually use for pictures. But I thought RG was gonna come. Turns yeah. out RG couldn't make it. So then I was like, all right, let me try and use this zoom lens to get video. Uh huh. But it's so uh, like when you zoom in that far, every like yep. little micro movement looks like you're shaking the camera. Yep. <laughs> uh, so I got. Eight seconds of gold right here that I'll send to Alyssa that we can bring up. But yeah, excellent. Dylan's family, uh, awesome. They they knew who we were yeah. and talked to us, and that was really really cool. Uh, so appreciate them. Yeah, man. Um, excited to see to have them see how much Dylan is going to be able to do this year too. Uh, tight ends, another standout group for Uncle Neely said that they have kind of what Coach Bruce said. It's just been constant progression for them. They keep on stacking good days. Uh, we see it in well-off. Michael Harrison just keeps on scoring touchdowns, having big plays down the middle of the field. Uh, this group is really coming along, it sounds like. Mark Vassett's leg may not have been an 80-yarder today, but what Uncle Neely told me is that these players, whenever he boots the ball, they're like, damn, that guy got a leg, man. Like They're talking about him like That's crazy. Awesome. That's awesome. Punter uh, is... a. Uh one of those things that you don't realize how much you need it until you don't have one. Do we have this ready? Yeah. Go ahead. Let's go. Oh. Oh man. It doesn't look that bad, honestly. No, that's that's what I said. That was the, oh, okay. that, those were the good eight oh, seconds. Oh, that's the right good there. one. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> that was it. That's what I got. Um, also, <laughs> play it one more time. Look how in sync everything is. It's kind of crazy. Like, everyone throws at the same time, catches at the same time, turns at the same time. That is so dope. It's so That's sick. sick as hell. <laughs> there used to be an account. I can't remember what it was, but it was like yep. sports, synchronized sports yep. or something I know like what that. You're I gotta, we got to tweet it at that. <laughs> yes. Uh, anything else from the pressers in practice today? Offense won, as you said. Yep. Um, and Neely said it wasn't close. And it, Shador's locked in. I understand why. Going to be hard to, to beat that offense when he's locked in. There's a good possibility that this defense faces only like one or two quarterbacks that's actually better than Shador this year. Yeah. Better? I mean, Might and that's, one. yeah. Yeah. Pretty crazy, man. <laughs> All right. Um, what do we got? What do we got? Shout out to Snarfs. Quality, quality, quality. Uh, they buy only the best ingredients. Uh, white and wheat bread. They've got. Uh, what? the peppers. Come on, let me see you try <laughs> no, it. No, I don't want to. Let me to. see you try it. <laughs> uh, John, John Denera. <laughs> My friend John Denera. <laughs> Please help me. <laughs> Jardinera. Jardinera peppers. <laughs> you can buy them. <laughs> you can buy a jar online or in the stores. They've got perfect bread cheese to meat ratios. Um, they've been serving up toasted sandwiches in Colorado since 96. They also cater new for August. They got that Cubano we tried a, a while ago. You can get that through Labor Day. Download this, uh, the Snarfs app for online ordering and delivery. You can also join Snarf Rewards and receive special welcome offer of $5 off any order of $10 or more. Um, they've got member-only offers, birthday gifts, referral points. Give them a try at our Broncos tailgates this season as well. Shout out to Snarfs. And then shout out to Shador's number two barbecue. The tomato-based, rich, thick, sweet, molasses-style barbecue sauce with tangy vinegar, fiery heat. Uh-oh. <laughs> Finishes a subtle smoky note. You can get on over to plbse.com. Use the code ALLCITY. All caps, <laughs> all one word at checkout. Uh, shout out to Shador's number two. Shout out to my guy um, yesterday. Trying to see who it was. I'll I thought you were going to say out shout out to your guy, John Denera. No, God. <laughs> uh, my guy, 10. 10 Norgay. 
my god. I asked for help, and this is how I get treated. That's so awesome. Oh my god. All right. Well, the practice for us are the who you were giving a shout out to someone. I just said. Oh, I didn't know what the yeah. shout-out was about. Because he sent me another picture. Uh, there was another guy that sent me a picture of his bottle of Shador's number two. Ah, okay. Um, the main story for us today was practice, of course. Yes. <laughs> but the main story for everyone else ah, in the country today yes. is Colorado and why are the players' social media handles yes. on the back of their jerseys? Welcome to the party. Yes, uh, I've only had this for two weeks now. Uh, I'm glad everyone is now taking notice. It just shows you how behind everyone is on what's going on in Colorado. It's right? crazy. It started with the fight video, which really should be put in air quotes because I don't think any punches were thrown in there. Um, and then it kind of now people are looking for pictures of it. Now they've got their pictures of it. Now it's going viral. Uh, and it's absolutely <laughs> hilarious to me. That people are trying to dunk on Colorado and, and Coach Prime about this. And my favorite part of it, Jake, <laughs> is that, you know, the headline of the show is the real reason Coach Prime has social media handles on the back of these guys' jerseys. The best part about all this is everyone who's trying to dunk on Colorado for having these on the back of their jerseys is actually helping fulfill yes. the entire reason yes. why Coach Prime did this. The attention on Colorado is out of this world. There's an Amazon documentary being made. There are videos that come out from uh, from Bucky, Darius, and Neely every single day that total over 300,000 views a day uh, between the three of them. Mm -hmm. You know, you've got ESPN out here. You've got ESPN posting about them. There is so, so, so much opportunity for these guys to grow their brands. And so what Coach Prime has done is said, hey, I'm going to bring all the lights. I'm going to bring all the attention. But I don't need it. I don't want it. Yep. Maybe he wants it. He does, certainly doesn't need it. Right. I don't need that attention. I want to be able to spread it out to the guys. And it goes back to what we're talking about, how Coach Prime is always about uplifting everyone around him. Of course. So he's going to use the big bright lights that he brings to Colorado to help these guys grow their brands so that they can be better set up with whatever they do. Mm -hmm. You've got guys making YouTube channels so they can make that as a stream of income. You've got guys blowing up on Instagram so they can get um, influencer deals. It goes on and on and on. But the real reason why Coach Prime is doing this is exactly what we're seeing right now. Yes. Everyone's posting and talking about Colorado, and Jimmy Horn's Instagram handle is <laughs> all over the up. internet, and now he's growing his following. It's hilarious that... The answer lies right there within what is being posted. Yep. Alyssa, I sent you three pictures uh, above the thumbnail, if you could check it out in the Slack. Um, this is exactly what's going on. You just explained it perfectly, but to see it, uh, we've got three screenshots I grabbed from some of the bigger posts today. It, everyone's freaking out about this, and everyone keeps on going back to the, the E word, entitlement. When they see stuff like this, like what does that even mean? Why, like, why are players having their jerseys? Like, Dion's building an entitled culture, blah blah blah. These people just have no idea what they're talking about, and it's amazing because this is something we learned about literally before the hire was even announced. Like, oh look, they've got their social media handles on the back of their jersey. Like, that's cool, but it's it's just exposure. Like, that's I don't understand how Colorado is so hard. For some of these people to like grasp and like comprehend what's going on out here. I know. It's unbelievable. Um, and it's hilarious because you know this Colorado won't be the last ones to do this. They're starting the trend of it. When, when it comes to uniforms, my answer always remains the same. What do the kids want? Mm -hmm. Do you think anyone said, eh, I'm not sure if I want my Instagram or my Twitter handle on the back of this? Maybe one or two players. I don't know. Yeah. But everyone else said, hell yeah, sign me up. Right. Because they all want to grow their social media following. That's like something every player or kid that age wants to do is grow, grow, grow on social media, uh, grow on YouTube, grow on TikTok, whatever it may be. So these guys are now getting to grow something that's important to them. Mm -hmm. And what's going to happen 
someone else is going to follow right after it. And so what seems like this gimmicky thing now to people who don't understand it is soon going to become just normal. I mean, it's important to the players, but I mean, this is what Coach Prime talks about. Yesterday was an off day for the team. They had an hour plus of player development. And this is what Coach is trying to teach these guys, of what, like different than football, is building a brand and building yourself up to be valuable after football. And this is kind of a part of that. And it just happens to be integrated into football practice. And people just lose their goddamn minds. I know. And that in... We didn't even talk about this yet. He was doing it at Jackson. Yes. This isn't like a new thing. No. And the players liked it then. They like it now. And that's it. That is the end of the story. That is all that matters. Do the players like it? If the answer is yes, then that means Coach Prime did something revolutionary uh, and genius. Yep. I love it, though. I love that. I do, too. I think uh, Barstool CU posted that. Three out of the last six posts on like ESPN's yeah. Instagram are about the buffs. Yep. I mean, think about that. They can post about anything. LeBron, Messi, I- I- anyone. They're posting about Coach Prime in Colorado. Three out of the last six. I'm looking at it right now. Seeing if we got another one. But yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of CU on this page now. It's, it's a beautiful thing. It's a beautiful thing. And these guys... Uh, especially Jimmy today, who just happened to be, you know, blessed as the one who they were going right. to post everywhere, now gets to grow because of it. Yeah. So it becomes like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Exactly. And good for them, man. All right. Um, let's just do this real quick. Sorry. Shout out to DraftKings Sportsbook. Or so. Sorry, Saturday Neon. How's oh, our girl Spirit doing? Let's go. Oh, Look she looks great. Shine. She's shining. Saturday Neon, the company started by two friends and former college roommates at CU. They make officially licensed collegiate logo LED signs. Uh, they got CU. They got 18 other schools. Great for your offices, man caves, dorm rooms, basements, bar areas, anywhere, really. Go to SaturdayNeon.com. Use the code DMVR and get 10% off. You also get free shipping on orders over 200 bucks. Now it's a shout-out to DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, we got the UFC 292 coming up this weekend. You can come stop by the DMVR bar. Do we have a cover? No. No cover. Come watch the fights on Saturday. Aljamain Sterling and Sean O'Malley will be fighting for a title. DraftKings Sportsbook right now is running a sick offer. New customers can bet just $5 to get $150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DMVR. Um, again, bet $5 on UFC 292, and you can get $150 in bonus bets instantly. That's this Saturday, only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code DMVR. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY. In West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net in partnership with Hollywood Casino at Charlestown Races. All games regulated by the West Virginia Lottery. Please play responsibly in Connecticut. Help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific gambling, uh, state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire after seven days. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash MMA terms. All right. Boom. I love that Uh, another thing that's hilarious about this is multiple people in the chat said uh, that this is driving the haters crazy, seeing all these posts about CU, but they comment on it, which drives up the engagement, which leads the ESPN social media manager to be like, damn, every time I post about Dion in Colorado, we get crazy interaction. Uh, So I'm going to keep doing it. It's wild, man. Because they don't like... I would say for us, if we were posting stuff that was constantly getting negative interaction, negative interaction, negative interaction, um, we wouldn't keep doing it. But for them, for ESPN, like they're pretty much going to get negative interaction on anything. Right. So they don't care. Interaction is interaction to them. Yes. So, you know, they want to post about Coach Prime. There are uh, Colorado's living rent free in a lot of fan bases heads right now. It's wild, dude. It's It's pretty amazing. All right, uh, 247 Sports put out their preseason 
Uh, freshman All-American teams. Two buffs. Ooh. Dylan Edwards, Cormani McLean. Let's go. Uh, Cormani McLean. A lot of people were asking about this yesterday, actually. What's up with Cormani? Cormani's practicing. He's doing well. Okay. That's all I got for you. Saw him in the weight room. <laughs> yes, we did. We walked right by him. Um, but he makes this list. We put him as our starter yesterday. Some people kind of freaked out about that. but <clears throat> And look, would I be shocked if they go with Marion Cooper on the first snap? Or heck, even Carter Stoutmeyer, who's doing a great job as a, yep. as a fellow freshman. No, I wouldn't. But I just, I, like every once in a while, I just go back to that tape. And I'm like, this dude could cover anything. You so, seed him well off. Yes. So give him a chance. And my opinion is like, okay, if all of a sudden rookie mistakes start piling up, then maybe you, you go away from him. But I don't think all coaches think that way. And Coach Prime might say like, hey, until you stop making freshman mistakes in practice, I can't trust you to be out there. Exactly. Or Charles Kelly might say that. Or Kevin Mathis might say that. Whoever it might be. Um, then you go with the more experienced, safer you know, players. And, and those guys have done a good job as well. Yep. Uh, but man... The, the talent is just so enticing. Mm -hmm. um, who else is on this list? Quarterback is Dante Moore at UCLA. Zechariah Branch, the wide receiver at USC, makes the list. Goodness me. Someone just <laughs> sneezed their organs out of their body. Caden <laughs> uh, Proctor on the offensive line. Defensive side of the ball. Um, I don't think anyone that we really talked about, honestly. Of course, Carmani's there. Then we got a linebacker Tackett Curtis. He's at USC. I think that's the only other Pac-12 guy on this list, too. Mackie NT said, Bucky changed college football from a cell phone. I think there's a little Wayne lyric about that. He literally did, though. Like, this live vlogging type of oh, yeah. content style, man. Yeah. It's going to be taking over college football. Yep. Even Nebraska's doing their own dumb version of it. Uh, what losers? <laughs> um, what else? Is that it today? Are we ready for questions? Do you have anything else? Nope. Unless there's something that you just said that you wanted me to expand on while I was reading that comment. No, no, no. Uh, real quick, though, just shout out to Shady Rays. They come and clutch up there in Boulder for us. Nice and sunny when it's 8.30 in the morning up there, but it uh, right it's here. beautiful. Um, they got you guys covered with their lost and broken replacement program. Shop their entire collection. I can't believe someone could, they could hear That's the sneeze. That's wild. You guys actually heard that. Uh, you can shop their entire collection at the Park Meadows <coughs> Mall. They got hundreds of combinations of frames and lenses. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use the code DMVR. And you'll get 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses, and you can try for yourself. Shades rated five stars by two, over 250,000 people. Then our friends over at Backus and Shanker, they've been helping Colorado families win for more than 25 years. No fees to speak with them about your case while they work on your case or until they win your case and win money for you. They've won over a billion dollars for their clients. They help with all kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault. Car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks. Even if you're injured at work, give them a call. Smash that Shador line. 222-2222 to find out if you have a case for free. Backus and Shanker wins. Uh, someone said you guys didn't even say bless you. That's because that person is like a hundred <laughs> yards away from yeah. us. <laughs> they don't even know that we heard that. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Uh, also, <laughs> Omarian Miller. Omarian. Omarian Miller. <clears throat> I keep saying Omarian. So my apologies. We'll get it right. We'll yep. get it right. That's a tough one to break. I don't know why. It is. All right, who's up? Aloha Buffs. Oh, I need that bigger. Yeah, <laughs> I cannot. I dropped a box. First of, of all, Aloha Buffs. Hope every hope you're safe over there in Hawaii. Yes, for sure. Crazy stuff. <laughs> still can't see I it. still can't really see it. I dropped a box of candies and cookies from Hawaii in the mail for you. Uh, be sure to have someone with the rest of the crew there. Appreciate you guys. Awesome. Thank you. That's, That's an incredible amazing. gift. Thank you so much. Uh, does that mean I have better eyesight than you? Um, I can see for the most <laughs> part. It's just I... I don't want to read two words and then squint and then read two more words. Yeah. Uh, what else do we got? I can read it on the right side better than on the left. Also, let's at least get to 400 likes. If teams can't, Angela's asking, if teams can't stop CU run game, how many 400-yard-plus games will number two have this year? 
Eight in the box. Number two, going to eat defenses alive. Well, it's a, it's one of those things that could go either way. If teams can't stop Steve's run game, mm -hmm. well, then he's not going to have to throw for 400 yards. Now, I, I get what Angela's saying, which is, okay, if you can't stop it early, you got to bring eight down. Um, and now Shador's going to slice you up. I always talk about how play calling is like storytelling. Yes. You have to build on things and... and you know, character build one guy to then introduce a twist over here. And it's just like, it's like a movie or a story. Um, and so Sean Lewis is going to have so much at his disposal if they can run the ball. Mm -hmm. That's really the only thing <clears throat> that could make it a little difficult is if other teams know you're passing it, it's going to be a lot easier for them to stop this offense just because they can tee off uh, or pin their ears back, if you will, on the edges. Um, but if those edges have to worry about setting an edge on the run and can't, you know, take off and just go after Shador, it's going to be so fun for Sean Lewis. Uh, the thing that I'm just not learning, but just really, I guess, emphasizing when I think about this team now is they're just going to present problems all over the field, no matter what you try and do, no matter what your strength is as an offense or a defense, this team is going to have a counter. We, how suitable those counters are, we'll find out. But everything's been thought out to this point, and it's just a matter of performing on the field, really. Yeah. I mean, people forget, I think, that they got to construct this roster from scratch, yeah. essentially. It's almost an advantage. Yes, it totally is. And so they were like, okay, we need our speedy slot receiver. Mm -hmm. Got him. Best one they could have gotten in the country. We need our big outside receiver. Got him. Mm -hmm. Javon Antonio, they searched high and low to find him, and they got one. Uh, we need our possession receiver, Zay Weaver. There he is. Uh, oh, by the way, we have uh, a person who Tim Brewster said might be the best athlete in the country, the best football player in the country yep. to mix in wherever they want. So they got to actually build a roster like they were doing a fantasy draft. Yeah. And that is an advantage. Mm -hmm. Not to mention these freshmen that are coming out. Oh, you want a wide receiver running back hybrid? Here you go. This kid runs 4-3, and he's 18 years old. Hell it's yeah. insane. Oh, who's next? 588 Nebraska fans in the chat, someone says, because I'm not getting enough likes. <laughs> We're not allowed to ask for likes, bro. Oh, I'm, you can't <laughs> stop me from being me. Uh, which Colorado player will score the first touchdown? Predictions. Well, I said Dylan's getting on the first play, so he might as well just take care there of it all go. in one false swoop. Uh, I'm going to go with Zay. Mm, great pick. Could be like Mikey Harrison, Michael Harrison. <laughs> it could be... Um, Who's struggling with names now, buddy? Yeah, Anthony Hankerson. <laughs> um, you have no room to talk, John DeNera. <laughs> um <laughs> There's so many. Yeah, uh, there could be, it could be a dark horse, or it's just going to be like <laughs> Travis Hunter, right? Exactly. Or just Shador just runs it in himself. Just he's definitely uh, not afraid to do that when they get nope. closer to the goal line. Nope. Uh, what's up, Miko? He has like an innate ability to know when he can take off if he, and not get hit and get into the end zone. Yep. It's cool. He really does, though. Yeah. And all those JSU highlights, it's like him barely winning he, like, to the runs pylon. In, just like yep. crosses the goal line, steps back, someone runs by him. Yep. Or he's like just diving across the goal line, and two defenders are like hitting yep. each other and stuff. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Miko's asking, he says, don't yell at me, but Jake and RK, do you, have, do you guys have a concern that Alto and Smoke, having been uh, hitting or involved in practice lately? That's a really deep position. So you, you want to see everyone uh, fully active, but regardless of what happens, I think that those guys will be uh, – that, that position group will be okay. And the guys that are going to get the reps, if those guys aren't, are young players like Dylan, like Hankerson, uh, like Sivion. So it's not a bad situation. And honestly, I think Alton's ready. I think he's just – I think he's slowing easy yeah, his way in. Exactly. Yeah. Like I there's no there's no need for him to go take twenty hits at practice on August eighteenth. You know what I mean? Yep. 
So man, a lot of people saying defensive touchdown as the first touchdown of the season. Wow. Can you imagine how electric that'll be in our Oh, little, if it's a Travis pick six, dude. In our in a, oh, you'll be in the press box, but uh, like our little buff section that we invented. Yeah. Um, <laughs> which is, you know, right there with all the CU fans, but just how electric it'll be. I'm maybe I'm crazy. Starting to think it could be like forty percent CU fans in that stadium. I've been saying it, bro. It they are gonna show the fuck up. Yep, they are. Um, they're and now, what's happening is the ticket prices are going down. Mm. Um, and so that's gonna open up a lot of of doors for people who live in the Dallas area who want to come see Coach Prime's first game. Sure. For sure. Thank you for the super chat, Lamar. Appreciate you, man. Been watching you guys for a while since the Coach Prime hire uh, was just a rumor. That's awesome, man. That's a that's going way back. Yeah, it is. I remember it was you and Hank that actually did yeah. the like first show about it being a serious possibility. Yeah, because I was out of town or something. Well, then we had the show. I remember sitting here. That's the show that got put on the graphic. Remember for CU? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, when the hiring was official, RK gave a rousing speech and hit a few things on the head. Will you guys do a recap show? What do you mean? Um, a recap of... Of what that night was like? <sighs> that was a long day. <laughs> we could pull some clips. We can pull that clip. I actually have it on my own uh, personal Instagram. I went back and watched it the other day. There you go. Um, that was a fun night, man. We were just like... I don't know. This is... This is what separates us. We we had a feeling it might happen. Yeah. We came here. We got the we turned the lights on. We turned the cameras on. We tested the mics and said, whenever it happens, we're going live. Yep. And we sat here all day long waiting <laughs> yes. for that moment to come. And it didn't happen until what? 8 p.m. So they play who are they playing that last game? I can't remember who they played, but it was like later in the evening. Yep. Um, and the game ended. And we were just like, we waited for like another hour after the game ended until Carl Reed's tweet came out. Yep. And that's when we were like, hell yeah. And yep. then we got a bunch of new friends after that. Yeah. Awesome day. <laughs> Amazing day. Kai guy. All right. By the way, a couple um, notes. We have, uh, maybe I shouldn't say this until it's official. Okay. I'm going to hold off on that. Okay. <laughs> We have new shirts. <laughs> there you go. There go. Check <laughs> out the new shirt. We, we have some exciting news coming soon uh, yes. on, on our game day plans. Yes, yes, yes. But it's not official yet, so I shouldn't say it. Uh, what's up, Eric? Do you think Coach Prime is having the time of his life with all the Colorado attention? I think this is why Rick George brought Coach Prime in. I mean, he. For, I think if Coach Prime were to answer that, he'd say, uh, this, ain't, this ain't anything new. I've been getting attention my entire life. I think that... Um, the attention that comes with coach prime is just a bonus yeah to the football acumen the recruiting prowess mm -hmm. the ability to build the staff all of that that's what that's why rick george hired coach prime the attention that comes with it is a beautiful added bonus the whatever his speech was the other day when he got those pins out of his toes yes that's what coach prime's about dude that was awesome yeah and I love how happy he was, man. You mm -hmm. can see ever since then, he's had a little extra uh, hop he in looks, his step. He looks great, man. Yep. He really does look like himself more so now, just like standing, just hanging around the facility. Yep. A we'll few more smiles. It's been great to see. Uh, Eric again. Is that the same question or no? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Travis, what's up? So Neely said offense by a long shot. Is that a testament to offense or defense? I mean, Shador's just... Shador Sanders. I don't know. Yep. It's pretty much it. The defense had a great run, though, up until, <laughs> I guess, starting today, really. What I'm now? I'm getting killed in the comments for, guess what? Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just, so, so it's not too much of a tease. I'll just say we are very close to locking down a sweet spot to do our tailgates. There you go. Um... You guys peer pressured me into it. <laughs> What's up, Lawrence? Thanks for the super chat, man. Curious whose idea was to approach Uncle Neely and do the taste test at the <laughs> dead or Pac-12 presser. Anyway, I can sneak into the cafeteria. Sheesh. Wait, 
I'm confused. Um, first off, I don't know if we just decided we should go introduce ourselves to Neely. I don't think it was anyone's idea. Okay, that is that two questions or one yeah, question yeah. altogether? Oh, so okay. he's asking about whose idea was to uh, approach Neely, the taste test at the Pac-12 Media Day, and then he's talking about sneaking into the cafeteria. Yep. I've always viewed um, introductory press conferences as a huge opportunity. Oh, um, yeah. It's one of the rare times where everyone's there, family, friends, people involved with the program, new people. Um, so, you know, immediately after the presser, Jake and I just went around. I, I introduced myself to Shador, mm -hmm. um, Bucky, yep. Darius, Neely. Yep. Go around to everyone you can. Sam. Yep, Sam. And, you know, just show your face. Uh, and, uh, you know, that's uh, that's what we did. And. It's been awesome. The people that, you know, Coach Prime brought with him to Boulder are such great people, mm -hmm. such great assets to the community, not just the players who are also all great assets to the community, but just, I mean, everyone from the guys we just mentioned um, to the trainers that have come along mm -hmm. uh, and just anyone who was involved uh, with what was going on at Jackson or just brought here by Coach Prime has been just fantastic representatives of the university, fantastic members of the community. Yep. Um, and the Pac-12 taste testing, it was just kind of... That was I your idea. It was. I'm but giving we, you credit for that. We just kind of kicked it around, though. Like, we what should we should do something with Shador's, like... Yep. The so. craziest part is that bread that we gave them was so <laughs> shitty. Uh, I was so worried that that, that bread was going to ruin the taste test. Hi, Alexis. Um, like... We, I was like, what are we going to have them dip in this barbecue sauce? And I finally found like a loaf of bread and cut it up into qu <laughs> quadrants. Yeah. And then like 10 minutes later, I like touched one of the pieces of bread and it was like a crouton. Yeah. I was like, oh no, this is going to ruin the taste test. But no one even mentioned the bread once. I know. I know. That's the amazing thing. Hilarious. I suggested a party uh, tray of chicken nuggets before. We should have done that. Should have done that. It's all right. Uh, Jamal, do you guys think Shador is going for the Pac-12 passing record? I don't know. Do you know Pac who has is that? A passing league. That's got to be a really high number. Um, single season passing leaders. Here we go. So for passing yards, whoo, Give my me a goodness. school. Give me a school. Wazoo. Ryan Leaf? Nope. Modern. Modern. Oh. Single season, right? Mm-hmm. Gardner? He is second. Luke Falk? You're forgetting the other dog they had at quarterback. What? Anthony Gordon. Oh, my God. I never would have gotten that. And he was a dog. Uh, 5,579. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's... I don't even... Was that more than the NFL record? Maybe. That's outrageous. I know there's been plenty of... Or, like, a few 5,000-yard passers in the NFL, but 5,500 is a lot. Um... Yeah, that's crazy. That's going to be tough. And remember, Washington State doesn't run the ball. So Yes. Or didn't run the ball unless you you made them right. by giving them like a three-man front with two linebackers. Exactly. Yep. Uh, Do so you remember yeah, James Williams? Tough. He played running back for them. He was he, sick. Who was the Colorado kid? Max Borgie. Max Borgie. Yeah. yeah. He was, that he guy was, was a dog. dog, too. He helped me win a Pac-12 fantasy football championship. It was that actually really brutal. Fun. I did college fantasy one year, and I will never do it again. It was I just liked it. It was six teams, all Pac-12 players. It was it, a blast. Everyone just has – there's so many good players in college football. Scores are like 300 yes. to 300. Yeah. It's well, outrageous. that's why you just do one conference. Like yeah. Maybe we do one next year with uh, all the Big 12 there you go. media. Do you know who the touchdown, single-season touchdown record holder is? No. Same guy. Oh, wow. Anthony Gordon had 48 in 2019. 5,500 yards and 48 touchdowns? Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Uh, real quick, Jake Browning's up there, Jared Goff, Caleb from last year, and Mariota. That's your top five. Pretty solid. Uh, with 42. So By the way, I was thinking the other day about the uh, last time. It might actually not be the last time Colorado faced a Sonny Dykes-led team, mm -hmm. but there was a Colorado-Cal game when Sonny Dykes was uh, the coach there mm -hmm. that went to, like, triple overtime, and the final score was, like, 70 to 68 or something. It was insane. Uh, 
Sefo threw seven touchdowns. I think Jared Goff threw seven. Like it was one of the craziest games I've ever seen. I will never forgive whoever the NCAA or whoever makes overtime rules for taking that away from us. Yeah. It's a shame. All right, we got a few more. What else do we got? Uh, how's the backup quarterback situation shaping up? Still sounds like Gavin Cold is in the lead. Yep. All right, let's roll these really quick. G, excited about the home opener against Nebraska that I have tickets for. Is it a blackout game? I don't think we know this yet. I don't want to spread misinformation, but I'm being told it might be a gold out. There you go. Um, do you know where our section is at TCU? Not off the top of my head. We'll get that to you. Uh, Brayon, thank you for the super chat, my man. Do you think Coach Prime is going to surprise us with Cormani on both sides of the ball like he did Travis at JSU? He said Cormani is going to play both ways. Is that the spring game? Yep. Yep. And I think what we're seeing right now is it's very similar to how Travis's trajectory worked out, where it was trial by fire at cornerback. Like, if he kind of gets that down, maybe you just throw him out there for a play or two at wide receiver during a game just to see how it goes. And maybe next offseason is when we see the wide receiver side of his game. I'll look into the ad thing that's being brought up in the comments. I've never heard of that. So could just be a glitch. Okay, cool. Um, Peter, how many games will it take to be ranked in the top 10? Oof. Um, you can answer that. How many games will it take? <laughs> yeah. I mean, they would have to be like 5-0, and 6-0. It may, it may take more for this team. I don't well, are you saying multiple seasons how many games I don't know Maybe. I just I just took it as pre to predict how long until they're back in the top 10 next year for sure okay uh JC has a team learned the CU fight song this is an important tradition don't know don't know <laughs> you didn't say what no. you wanted to say no I didn't because it would have been a lie it would have been a lie <laughs> But I don't know. People are saying four games and see will be ranked in the top 10. No, that could get them in the top 25 for sure, though. That would be a win over USC, though. Mm, yeah, they would be like 17. If it was USC and Oregon, then I don't know how you don't rank them. Is there 5-0 and at that point? No, that would just be a win over Oregon. 5-0 oh, and or 4-0? I'm saying if it was 5-0, and though, they'd yeah, have yeah, yeah. to be then, top 10. Then they could, yeah. That's what I said, five or six games if they were undefeated. Just agreeing. Anything else? All right. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow. I think we're going to have Saturday content this week. Ooh, why would we have Saturday content, Jake? I don't know. Mm, okay. You'll find out soon. I guess you guys will find out. Let's go Buffs. Let's go Buffs.